Welcome back. So this is part four of the series, Spiritual Warfare. Now, in the prior podcasts, we've mentioned a few things having to do with the, uh, the battle and the people or the beings that are coming after you and the different complications. Where do we focus? Where do we focus in spiritual warfare? I mean, really, what do we need to be focusing on? And, and I guess here's some things that I'm going to mention up front. And when I say this, it's not definitive. This is, of course, you know, just my experience in working through this and with other people and learning from other people, other ministers and other lay people. And it has to do with focus. What are you going to focus on? If you focus on the enemy, and by that I mean if you just grab a whole bunch of books about Satan and witchcraft and demons, it'll depress you. Not because they're so strong and powerful, and they are powerful, but they are not the powerful. If Jesus is in your life, then the only power they have is the power that you give them. And there are times that God will test us by allowing things to happen to us and sometimes yes Satan's in, you know in charge of that project and that seems kind of you know a lot of times people think well that's pretty dang cruel well, it, I used to feel that way until I realized that sometimes God has to allow you to have a certain amount of pressure to see how you're going to react because what happens when you squeeze an orange squeeze an orange whatever's on the inside comes out pressure whatever's under pressure is how you're going to react if pressure causes you to go straight back into into the way you were in the world cussing cheating lying stealing whatever any combination or single out of those things that's not good and it teaches you something about yourself and about where you are in your spiritual walk however if when you are under pressure and by the way God only allows in testing as much pressure as absolutely necessary to find out what it is where you're at and a lot of times, more more than often, more often than not, it's about testing us. God knows us. It's about showing us about ourselves. Now, what do we focus on, though? You've heard me mention over and over and over again about prayer, Bible study, and outreach. And you know, you're probably pulling your hair out, thinking, "Man, he, man just he just will not get off of that." Part of that has to do with, in battle, you react like you're trained 
under pressure, we react like we are trained. If you're not trained, then you gravitate to the things I just mentioned, the selfish things that we used to do. The lie, cheat, steal, all that weirdness. All the things God really doesn't want us to do. Why? Because that's what we're focusing on. But if we focus on prayer, Bible study, and outreach, and what happens is over and over and over again, that becomes the cement. That becomes the metal in the armor. And there are tons of books on spiritual armor, you know, as it's listed in Ephesians, and I encourage you to, you know, examine that. A lot of people go off real deep into that stuff, and it's really, it's really good, and it's edifying. But here's the thing. Here's what I'm talking about. The everyday thing. The, the battles that we have are not like the epic warfares that you see like uh, in Lord of the Rings where the battles, you know, the two armies line up against each other and then ride across a huge field and take each other out. With us, it's more like guerrilla warfare. That's the kind of warfare Satan works on us. It's a hit-and-run kind of stuff. He waits. He watches. And then he hits you when you're weak. And sometimes he hits you in places you think you're really strong in. Why? Because that's arrogance. And arrogance and pride are the kiss of death. Because that, those two things, God resists from any direction. If you belong to God and you have arrogance and pride, he's going to take that out of you somehow. If you're not, if you don't belong to him and you got arrogance and pride, it's going to come back on you. And it's going to be bad. So... So how do we prepare for this gorilla attack? Because it's like you're walking through a jungle, you know. And I guess metaphorically, you know, you can say urban jungle if you live in the city, or country jungle, or whatever, forest. But it's like you're walking through that, and then the animals come up and bite you from behind, or shoot at you from the from the darkness. I think that's that's why I mentioned. Uh, in Ephesians, where it mentions the armor of God, talks about the missiles of Satan, of the evil one. All of a sudden, boom, you're hit. You know, Satan likes his fair a share of sniping as well. So, how do we do this? It's because basics. What do they do with the basic with a soldier? Basics basics, basics over and over and over and over again what, what is that? That means you learn the word of God. How do you do that? You memorize it. You read it and you study it you memorize it to put it in your mind so you don't have to have your Bible with you all the time please do carry one with you all the time but just in case 
the Bible in your in your mind, the Bible in your heart, no one can take from you ever. And then we read it so that God can speak to us through it and you take it apart, you study it, you dig, you mine it for that real gold because that's where the diamonds and the jewels of uh, really things that will mean the most to you come from. That's why I always recommend getting into Greek and Hebrew. You can learn a foreign language. Greek and Hebrew are not nearly as hard as some modern languages, to be quite honest. So, that is a good place to start. And then the prayer where you ask God and you talk to God because, see, it's the maturity. If you want to know how, how hard your armor can get, your the hardness, the toughness of your armor is in direct relation to your maturity. And your maturity is a direct relation to your closeness in your relationship with the living God. do have to tell you that if Satan sees you getting more mature, he's going to ramp it up. And he's going to stop shooting at you with rifles and start getting cannons out. Because no matter what, we are ground zero for the attack. No matter what. If you belong to Jesus, you're ground zero for the attack. If you don't belong to Jesus, you're still going to get it. Because, again, the enemy's major focus is to wipe everybody out. He has a burn-down-the-forest burn attitude. He, do, he doesn't want to see any survivors. He knows he's not going to survive. So he wants everything else dead, too. So with that in mind, that's why we do the basics, basics, basics. Why is that? Because... Muscle memory and mind memory so that it just comes to you. When that temptation hits, boom, that, that scripture's right there. In your mind, the Holy Spirit's got, got it and, and, and just plasters it in your memory in five-foot letters. And with forethought, the Spirit can guide you with the scripture you have in you away from landmines. You know, the whole goal is not to wake, is not to, to go through the landmine field and miss the landmines. That, that is a super big goal, but how about this one? How let's avoid the landmine field completely if we can. But even if the path he takes you through is through the landmine field, just remember, he's with you and he's going to show you where to step. And he can do that way easier if you know the word and if you are praying to him and if you are reaching out to other people. And by the way, outreach is where we go on the offensive. When you help other people, that is the offensive against the darkness. When you help other people at church, when you help other people in the world, lost and saved alike. That's our offensive. 
because the most that the world and people who don't know Jesus remember is the kindness and the help. And when you do it in the name of God, and you just tell them, and you don't have to say, hey, I'm showing up here on the name in the name of God. Just you, you don't have to beat them over the head with it. They get it. Say, you know, Jesus has been fantastic to me. And that's why I'm here. I want to be fantastic to other people. That's what it is. That's what that means. So, with the spiritual warfare, if you want to know how to prepare, you do a little bit every day. And that's, that's how it is in the military. They do a little bit of training every day. And then they do their job every day. So if you're in the army of God, that's what we do. So with that in mind, I want to encourage you. I want to encourage you that this fight is already won. If The, the war is, is already won. The problem is, is the enemy is entrenched in this world and doesn't know that the war is gone. And so they're waging little skirmishes and little battles to try to take out as many as they can. And be in a church that lifts you up. Be in a church that lifts you up. If you want to know where the Holy Spirit of God is in a church, if you go to a church and you see them helping each other and helping the community, then you know the Spirit of God is in that place. If they are teaching the Word and they're helping each other and they're helping the community, you know the Spirit of God is in that church. So, let me, let me encourage you, always, to keep on keeping on.